Welcome to Frankly Speaking Podcast. speaking podcast this is episode five and uh it's been a little hiatus you know i told you last time on episode four that i was gonna take a little break and that's what i did i did quite a few things in that time and uh i enjoyed i enjoyed the the meat of the summer you know i went to houston for uh my boy's birthday shout out to greg prominent beard you know man we went out there and uh we had a blast Houston is an amazing city, especially for us black folk. It, it, it's just, it's amazing. It, it really is like a black mecca there. And uh, if you haven't been there, uh, I suggest you go and uh, check it out for yourself. Besides that, it's been a couple of other birthdays going on. And you know, my little one had a birthday. She turned five, you know, perfectly five. She's doing well. Uh, Luna had a birthday shout out to her and um yeah some cousins had a birthdays so it's 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 been quite the uh quite the summer shout out to sweet happy birthday to you she had a summer birthday as well so you know outside of that it's been some interesting uh developments going on around us and um Tonight, I'm going to talk about something small, uh, but may have a big impact in the future of the way we do things. But one thing that crossed my mind that, you know, I've been noticing is um, in the dating scene where why is all of the dates mostly surrounding food? You know, it's just been something that's been um, very peculiar to me where it seems the majority of the dates when you first go on a first date or something like that, it's always at a restaurant or something, you know, or some type of food is involved. There's many of other activities to be done that promotes conversation and other things that, you know, activities that really get a glimpse of the type of character that, you know, the other person has outside of eating food, you know? So, um, poof my little rant here about (laughs) food dates but yeah there are so many other activities that give you a glimpse and an insight on who the person is what the person's about and if this person is someone that you want to go on a second date or further with outside of you know sitting across from them and delineating over a menu where one of one or both of you are going to be super indecisive you know and i'm guilty of that because i'm i'm very indecisive when it comes to food because personally i don't eat a lot and uh i don't really care about eating so much you know i kind of have to take in on the idea and uh fact that I eat to sustain myself. I don't necessarily eat for fun. 
it's not enjoyable like it is for other folk for me although i do like food and i love the way it tastes i just rather do other things you know i eat when i need to eat and that's it i want it over and done with quickly you know i want it to taste good of course but i don't want to be sitting there you know watching you eat you know like yeah you know we can go do so many other things uh they have like a indoor skydiving thing they you know you got go-karting you got um cooking classes painting um you know i don't know hiking hiking would be nice i would I, that's something that i would like to do i don't know much about dating at all uh so <laughs> i really have no idea i haven't been on it really i don't even know so I don't even know the last time I've been on a real actual date with someone. So, cause I don't really shoot no shots. So I, you know, that's probably the problem right there. But other than that, you know, that's just my little, you know, rant on, uh, something that I've been seeing around on social media. That's been talked about a lot, but what do I know? I'm just a short black man in America, but you know what? It's the first episode back. You know, I hope you all been doing well, growing, leaving room for yourself, as I always say, to expand and contract, you know, because we're always not going to expand. Sometimes, you know, we have to contract a little bit. You know, sometimes that contraction is uh, protecting one's own energy, you know, pulling back from being around the people that you're usually around or just going in a different route. Sometimes that's contracting. So, you know, always leave room for both your expansion and contraction because it's very important to have room for both of them so tonight what we're, what we're going to be covering um is uh something that i think is probably most likely going to happen and it's the what they call the um internet of value you know And pretty much, you know, on a basic simplification of what the Internet of Value is, is it pretty much, you know, is a space online in which people can instantly transfer value from one another. You know, it kind of takes out the middleman and any other third party costs on top of that. And there's a, I will read a segment here, a little section of a, uh, a article. The article is entitled The Internet of Value, What It Means and How It Benefits Everyone. And you can get this article, I'll put link, uh, link it in the show notes there. And um, from Ripple.com, uh, this Ripple is also responsible for uh, XRP, if you know what that is. If not, uh, maybe I'm thinking about at some time in the future, uh, having someone on to, um, speak about the blockchain and, uh, ripple and some of the digital currencies, because this is something that we need to get ahead of before we get locked out. You know, just like a lot of us or our parents might've missed out on the, uh, com boom. So this is going to be something similar. You don't want to miss out on this because you can really get ahead in life and, really you know without really much effort really change your financial situation by investing in the digital currency space now because it is coming 
and it will be here quicker than you think it will. Actually, it's already happening with probably about 92% of the transactions done in the U.S. are digital, you know, with card or online payment. So um, it's just the natural flow of things. But the article states here that, uh, and quote, with the Internet of Value, a value transaction such as a foreign currency payment can happen instantly. Just how people have been sharing words, images, and videos online for decades. And it's not just money. The Internet of Value would enable the exchange of any asset that is of value to someone, including stocks, votes, frequent flyer miles, um, flyer points, sorry, securities, intellectual property, music, scientific discoveries, and more, end quote. And one of the biggest things <laughs> that kind of going on right now is the apparent um, voter fraud thing that seems to be real big in the media right now. And uh, specifically the, I guess, the, the mail, the paper mail scandal that's going on, you know, mail gate or whatever they're going to call it at some point. And with the Internet of Value or having the ability to instantaneously vote for something that like a presidential election without having to mail in anything, it is on a secure blockchain, which is the technology that, that allows these things to be done instantaneously, that allows for digital currency to be sent or as I said, the internet value allows for something valuable to a person to be sent to another person on the other side of the planet instantly and securely is the is the main point. So for something like this, you know, the future of voting for something is going to be changed forever. You know, you're not going to have to worry about any mail in frauds or voter frauds or elections being stolen or anything like that. Because you can essentially, you know, there'll probably be an app created, you know, you download it on your computer or on your smartphone and you hit the button and it votes and it sends it through the blockchain and boom, voila. You know, they can't hack it. They can't do any of that stuff. So um, that's going to be a, a interesting turn of events. But more so, it's going to be interesting because you can essentially send whatever you want to send to someone anywhere in the world and have it there instantly whether you're sending them $15 for lunch whether you're sending you know someone that you're interested in or you know a, a long distance relationship you can send these things wherever it is that you want to send in that time super quick you know so I think that something that um if you're all interested in it can be something that can be brought up again in another podcast you know with someone who i know a little bit about it but i would rather have someone who's you know does more research into it than i have uh i do have some investments in digital currency but again i'm just starting out to be honest there are really so many um potential ideas and things that you can do with this upcoming new uh new future really and 
one thing that pops up in my own head is if the internet of value is going to allow you to transfer basically anything of value for you whether that's your wealth um keepsakes any of those things that you can digitize you know memories all of these things wills all anything you can think of that you can upload into a computer can be sent via the blockchain or the um internet of value per se one thing this is allows people to do and there are a few of us that are thinking of moving outside of the u.s for example i'm one of them i think that at some point as a black man um and other black men and women should probably think about moving out of the u.s in the coming years uh the world is so vast and amazing every country has its own cities that are just like the cities here you know and unfortunately a lot of us here in america are in a bubble and think that every country is a third world country compared to us and that's not even remotely close to being true you know there are some countries that are like that but there are other countries in south america and you know africa per se or even you know if you want to go to europe there are other nations that have booming economies and cities that you can thrive in if you can thrive here in the u.s you can thrive anywhere to be honest because this is the one of the most polarizing places on earth and you have you know some really high places in terms of survival that people are doing extremely well and you have some absolutely terrible third world places inside of this country that some of us have lived in or know about or have family that lived in so you can definitely make it somewhere else and you might have a better time you might find a place with a better climate etc you know especially if you're a single person you might you might think about doing that um you'll probably find the person that you've been looking for elsewhere you know so but i say that because with the internet of value if you decide to move to say i don't know one place i would like to move is cape verde in africa right is it going to happen probably not however and for this example let's use that or you know say i want to move to costa rica or something like that i can move to costa rica and transfer all of my assets with me instantly so that's all of my securities you know anything that you know if i had a business can be transferred all of those things can be transferred instantly with this blockchain or internet value and that frees up so much opportunity for those of us who feel like we're stuck here or there's nowhere to go or anything like that so if you even if you didn't want to leave the country even if you just wanted to move to another state you know that's been always been a dream of yours oh i want to move to florida i want to move to georgia i want to move to texas or wherever you want to move to you can then once this system is in place you can then uproot your entire life all your savings, your checkings accounts, your everything and move to that place seamlessly. All you would need to do is make sure you get your physical stuff, clothes and stuff like that to wherever you're going. 
Everything else will be there waiting for you at a click of a button. You see, right now, as it is currently, you will have to, you know, set up a bank account or hopefully whatever bank you have is there where you're moving. You know, if you want to change bank accounts or start a new one to transfer your funds, it's like two days or whatever, a couple business days, you know, or whatever the case may be. And um, I think this gives people uh, a lot of freedom that you probably didn't have previously. Or if you did, you know, it just gives you even more freedom because now it's instant. If you want to send like for those of us who have, um, you know, family or, you know, sugar babies or sugar daddies or whatever the case may be in other areas of the country that, you know, you want to send money to or they send money to you. Now, with this system in place, it's going to be instant. So it's not you're not going to have to wait. Similar to um, how Cash App or Zelle works, but it's going to be faster than that. You know, and uh, there's no room for it. There's no failure rate. So sometimes if you send somebody money now with this current systems, doesn't matter what it is, Apple Pay, Zelle, um, Cash App, there's a error percentage. The error percentage is pretty low. It's probably like 5% or 2 3%. However, with the blockchain thing, there's no error. The error is less than 1%. So uh, that's another opportunity for you know people it's just and that's what this is this future is going to allow so reason why i bring these things up and i'm talking about these things in this particular podcast is because i'm noticing a real shift in paradigm going on right now and you have some people who are you know paying attention to what's going on in the future and what's coming up next and then you have people who a lot of people who are still hanging on to how things used to be you know they don't want to move forward they want to be stuck in the space that they're in they want to be stuck behind the covid and the corona they want to be stuck in the house because they're they're frozen they don't know what to do how to act and what to you know they don't have the proper information or knowledge to really unfreeze themselves and move accordingly and that's what i just see and that's what i notice and that's what i think it is mostly for those of us who um are still kind of moving freely as much as we can you know within the confines of things being shut down or not shut down and then you have the other you know on the other side of the coin we have a lot of people who aren't doing anything at all they're just sitting in the house complaining about other people doing things and but when they say, oh, you can come out to, you know, the places are outside or let's go to brunch. They got a brunch place. You know, you can sit outside or whatever. Oh, I'm not going out there with that Corona, blah, 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 blah. Cool. If you're scared, stay in the house. That's what, you know, that's what the man said. So. But for the rest of us who want to move and continue life, because life is movement, you can't be stagnant for too long. Even if there's something like this going on, look at the history of, you know, mass, you know, diseases that happened. People moved out of the way. The ones that survived, they kept moving. They got out. They get, got up and moved. And the ones who didn't stayed, got sick 
or the ones who were in fear were frozen and stayed there and you know probably got sick just out of the fear alone because fear alone can easily give you the same symptoms that you're afraid of you see what i'm saying so again all i'm saying is life is movement you got to keep moving you got to keep learning you got to expand and as i said earlier you do also have to you know allow room to contract but there's the difference between when you're not doing anything and then you're contracting you're just making it worse you're stressing yourself out and that's usually out of fear so my suggestion is start to learn different things you know a lot of but i will say to the same token there have been many people who have been moving and i spoke about it in a previous podcast where people started picking up you know arts and crafts they started doing things that they've always wanted to do there's been so many businesses started in this coronavirus there's been so many things that people have finally done that they've always wanted to do they took a road trip across the country they went traveling somewhere they you know learned a new skill or anything you know and those people if you go and you run into if you know them just talk to them about it like yo how did you feel about finally doing x y and z and usually those people are moving about they're not sitting home stagnant you know afraid of what's going to happen and what's not going to happen because to be quite honest this shit's unknowable what are you going to get you going to stay you know sitting around until when you know because at the moment there doesn't seem to be an end in sight so me personally i rather continue to move than be stagnant and scared and in fear uh, i can't live like that you know so but again the internet of value and that's another thing that it, it it's going to do with the blockchain um, it's going to allow to alleviate the fear in um, trading or doing things or trusting each other because within that internet of value there's a security system and it's you know as i said it's it's pretty much flawless almost and um doing business on the internet of value being able to trade goods and services is going to be completely different it's going to revolutionize the way we do things and interact with each other basically bringing back a barter system really and so the internet of value you know you can or with just the blockchain in general if you have someone that's going to do work on your house for example you can set up as a uh an account thing a secure account on the blockchain and you know, of like, hey, you know, do you mind, you know, doing this for me and I'll do this for you? Or if you want to pay them, you can do that too. But like, hey, I put the money here and secure. And once the job is done, then that account will automatically pay you. You ain't even got to, you know, once I say it's done, I click a button and all the money goes to you. You see what I'm saying? So things like that. And it's just going to be a much more streamlined process of doing things. However, um, which kind of, you know, makes me think about efficiency in a different way, because there are positive and negatives to efficiency. And really, I think that's what I'm speaking about here is efficiency. And efficiency is good. You know, doing things more efficient saves time, 
it saves energy. Um, but ultimately, something super efficient is not always the best way to go, you know. But in this case, you know, we want efficiency when it comes to the value of our digital assets or, or just our assets in general. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, you can get to your money at any time of day, at any second and move it to where you want to move it anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? You know, or anything else. And if you want to send a video to someone or, you know, any of those things is instantaneous as it is now. But you can do it in a more secure fashion. You know, like now, you know, you send a video to somebody and, um, you know, you got problems being if it makes it or don't make it or all those type of things. Or, you know, you send a family album via email. It sometimes doesn't make it and all those things, you know. So I just think that, um, yeah, it's just time to just pick your heads up and start looking forward and how you can start to adapt to the coming environment. You know, it's just something that needs to be needs to happen. And just in my travel speed and speaking to, you know, some of the people in my circles, there's not a lot of talk about that. There is some in, you know, one of my circles. We talk about it all the time. But the rest of them, there's not really much talk, even within my, you know, my own family. So, you know, it's not really much talk of how they're going to adapt to what's coming to the future. And what I've noticed is the majority of people are just taking, just taking it as it comes. You know, there's really no, um, no initiative or, uh, foresight. It's just, all right, well, that's what's happening. I guess what's, that's what we'll do type of thing. And, you know, these people get left behind, you know, when there's something like this happens, boom, you know, it's going to be a massive change, you know, the way we do things. Not so much a uh, hard change where you have to really adapt your behavior because you've already been kind of conditioned to work in a digital environment via your credit card payments, um, online payments. So you, so you already know what to do, you know, so you're not going to really have a large learning curve on how to maneuver as far as payments go, but you will have a uh, learning curve in maneuvering on how you interact with the environment because now your the payment system is different. It's more simplistic. It's more, you know, you don't really have to worry about it so much. And once that's alleviated, you know, it leaves people more room to focus on other things, you know, because now you, you, you can trust it more. The trust value is going to go to 100 percent, most likely. And. Um, for those of us who, you know. That's an issue for, you know, worrying about higher, moving this money there and moving that money there. Um, once imagine not having to worry about that so much, what would you do with that time, that energy that has now been, you know, alleviated from you? What would you do with that? How would you live your life then? I mean, you're still going to have to work. However, you can set it up in such a way where, you know, you can kind of do that now. But again, 
you know, you have their level of errors and how long it takes. You know, if you could just set up your payment from your employer and your employer, that check or that payment that you receive goes instantly directly to all the bills that you have. You don't have to do anything. There is no, you know, you don't have to set up no um, automatic payments. I mean, it's pretty much an automatic payment, but it's the evolution of automatic payments. So as soon as you're paid, it's instantly directly to your bills and whatever's left is left. You know, so that takes the burden of, oh, shit, I need to pay this or, oh, you know, when is this due? I got to look. You ain't have to. We don't got to worry about that no more. You know, so what would you do with that extra extra time and, and that extra trust? You know, so that's why I say you got to keep moving. You got to look to what you're going to do with yourself and with your life. What kind of lifestyle do you want? Because with this new system, this new blockchain system that's going to come, you're going to have to focus on what style of life you want to live because you're not going to be able to live the way you were living before. It won't work. There's going to be and it's not going to, as I said, it's not going to be a drastic change, but the detail is what your life really surrounds. So small details are going to change that can make a huge impact. And every that's going to make a huge impact in everyone's life, you know. So what is it that you want to do for yourself? What type of lifestyle that you want to live? And you need to pick your head up and look forward to that type of lifestyle. What do you need to do now to get yourself to that lifestyle? Because this system can help you get there or it can stop you from getting there, depending on your knowledge set and, you know, how proactive you are. You know, so what is your value and how do you want to um, take care of it? You know, so that's all I have to say for much for this podcast. Like I said, it's the first podcast back. And um, yeah, I'm, I feel it feels good to be back. You know, I've missed speaking to you all. And uh, episode six will be coming up pretty shortly because I'm already kind of working on that one so this one was just the first episode back and i just wanted to let you all know you know what i've done a little bit during the summer um and oh i forgot so one other thing that i've done is i've learned i've gotten my motorcycle license you know i can't wait that's one thing that i've always wanted to do and i've reached Every goal so far this year outside of a career change, Um, but everything that I've written down as far as the goals I have accomplished. So I just and I only say that to say, you know, again, life is movement. You got to, you know, you got to keep moving when you stop, you die. When you're in fear, fear freezes you and stops you. So, you know, do what you have to do in your own mind to alleviate and free up your ability and your courage to get out there and do different things. Take this time to do something new, learn something new, do something that you've always wanted to do, you know. So with that, that is episode five and look, look for episode six shortly. And thank you. 
enjoy yourselves leave room to expand and contract and i'll talk to you later thank you for listening to episode five please like and subscribe leave a comment on soundcloud or itunes and like i said look for episode six coming up real soon be safe